0: John and I'm Kevin and this is six degrees of Schwarzenegger the podcast where we take a long hard look at some of our favorite
1: action movies from the era of Arnold Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down
0: Hello, hello, we're back again, welcome to the 6DOS podcast, Kevin, yes! how are you?
1: I feel great. I feel wonderful. We're flying high on bourbon. <laughs> As always. Yes, well, and at least any time we're talking about Arnold, That's right. we gotta enjoy the finer things. That's right, we
0: can't smoke a cigar in your
1: house, so we're gonna have some bourbon instead. So we just knocked down a glass of... Castle and Key, delicious, very good stuff. It's a newer, uh, a newer label. I understand. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to the old classic, yeah. the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> of, uh, of bourbons. <laughs> what would the Arnold Schwarzenegger of bourbons be? No, it's got to be something very strong. Yeah, maybe like a uh, yeah, something like a hundred and fifteen. Like Taylor, you know, like unfiltered be good. That'd or whatever. Be good. Yeah. Like
0: this is a little sweeter. This is um, this yeah. is that Woodford Double Oaked, which is. Uh, it's a good one to go to and revisit just because it's there's a lot happening it's syrupy smooth and delicious um
1: it's the dessert bourbon it is yeah it is their dessert bourbon it is and it is amazing i haven't had a glass of this in probably a year it's good stuff yeah i love it it. i love
0: returning to it because it's always it's like revisiting an old
1: friend (laughs) speaking (laughs) of old friends shout out jacqueline (laughs) In <laughs> London, uh, who should be listening. If not, then uh, she owes me a, an ice-cold Coca-Cola. There you go. I don't know. And shout-out to everyone else who's listening out there in podcast land. Yes, Our we appreciate old it. Old friends and new uh, listeners on the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network, and people who are listening <laughs> on the old-school uh, six Degrees of Schwarzenegger feed. We love you all equally. Heck yes, like you're <laughs> like you're our own children. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh, 1996's Eraser. Always a special occasion when we're talking about an Arnold movie. Yeah, definitely. On the podcast, definitely. Uh, we're more than halfway through his catalog. I feel like so. I'm tr- trying to like ration them out but we still got some awesome ones we got to get to i'm fucking stoked to do jingle all the way one day <laughs> that, that'll be our special holiday issue uh, i think it should edition, i think we definitely. should do that um and kindergarten cop i can't wait to do is that fucking just crazy who is your daddy and what does he do did he's, you,
0: he's not a tumor
1: did you watch the hell out of that movie oh yeah we that
0: was one that was on regular rotation in our house growing
1: up our mom says that our dad is a real sex machine what i think yes because it's like that movie
0: it it was one of those movies like maybe the precursor um of like disney pixar stuff where it's like a movie for children but that was also for adults because the humor is kind of like yeah plus there was also murders and shit in it like graphic murders but
1: not so tough without your car are you that
0: line like yes. she was amazing, the woman that, that that played his partner in that movie. Um, My
1: dad is a gynecologist; he looks at vaginas all, all day. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. good, it is. It's like, and speaking of movies where he had um, like good romantic chemistry with the co-star, mm-hmm. like he and Penelope Ann Miller had a nice chemistry they in did. that movie. They really, really did. Because it doesn't always work out. This movie Eraser, though, we haven't seen a scene with uh, Arnold and Vanessa Williams together yet. It is an example of one where well, the a, romance uh, is not there. She's not in the movie a whole lot for the you know for her to be the the witness that he's
0: protecting. Like yeah. there's Well, they're separated for a good chunk of the movie. Yeah, there's a fucking like long-ass side mission that takes 25 <laughs> minutes of screen time. It's like what is happening in this again? But anyway, we digress That's because That's neither here
1: nor there. <laughs> it's not here nor there
0: cuz here and there is us talking about this movie. Yeah. So what
1: happened even in the first um, episode I, I feel like this will be an easy catch up because because nothing happened. well I mean a little bit happened <laughs> yeah. but not a lot right we we were introduced to this character of a racer he's like a the guru of witness protection he is apparently well, yeah
0: we get that he is their shadow ops wing
1: yeah he is, the, their, he is their centerpiece. Mm-hmm. He is the headpiece to the staff of Ra of uh, <laughs> witness It's going to show you right where the Ark of the Covenant is, my friends. <laughs> so he rescued a witness named Johnny from Wanted some from a mob. mob killers. And then uh, he's given his next assignment, which is going to be to protect this woman, Lee Cullen that is Vanessa Williams. She works for a defense contractor named Cyrez and she is um, going to be a star witness for the FBI in a case that they're working on because someone at Cyrez has been like selling secrets or weapons or something to America's enemies. We're still not sure exactly what's going on. No one knows for sure yet. But Lee Cullen goes into the Cyrez offices to try to steal some files onto a disk she gets caught red-handed by her boss James Cromwell, who kills himself in front of her once he realizes yeah. that he's. He's probably going to be implicated. Yeah, yeah. She runs out of there and uh, is scooped up by the FBI and rescued just in the nick of time, and that uh, brings us up to speed. You killed it. Well,
0: I guess we'll talk a little bit more about what happens now. So well, act- I, I
1: do want to talk about. Oh, it. I feel like this is one of the movies. From the twins' uh, shared oh, universe yeah, 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 of Arnold yeah, yeah. movies that we've talked about before, where they're all happening in the same uh, in the same world, where they're all Julius Benedict clones. Yeah. On my list, I have like this movie, Commando Junior. Junior, <laughs> sure. Why isn't he like a super genius in he's that movie? Yeah, he's a super genius. That I've like, never seen like, Junior He develops before. the technology to impregnate a man, and in and, and does it to himself. Correct. Okay, so Junior this Commando Predator True Lies Definitely. Um probably Kindergarten Cop. For, yeah, why not? Sure. Yeah. Any movie where he's like a random US law enforcement or military person though he's clearly not from here? Right. Yeah, I feel Probably like all,
0: not on the menu as Total Recall just because that happens like so far in the future. Yeah,
1: that one probably doesn't work out. And along with some others like the Terminator movies, they don't fall in. They're their own little universe. But like uh, Sixth Day? Sure. That could go in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, anything where it's like, well, he's some dude with like these just advanced skills. Of it's some su- kind. Super across the board. Human strength and intelligence. Right. <laughs> yeah. All packaged in an Austrian man. That's you said you felt like naming him John Kruger, all is forgiven. That pays it off. It's like like he's he's all here. Yeah, Kruger. (laughs) He's not he's not even from around here. He probably grew up in West Germany or West Berlin.
0: Yeah, during the Iron Curtain. And when it came down, he came right over to the US of A to become a law
1: enforcement officer. We got a we got a perfect job for you (laughs) hiding witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shit. That's dark. You're know. German, right? <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even think about that.
0: Oh, You're boy. German, right? <laughs> what do you know about Nuremberg? What could you tell us about any <laughs> <Heidi laughs> witnesses? Fucking shit. Oh, okay. Anyway. So put them all in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> so the action of this chapter opens up in a an FBI dark site or some shit. Lee's disc that she bootlegged is bagged up and taken away by some FBI guys. <laughs>
1: like, they just put that fucking loose disc in a manila envelope. This is fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. She is rattled rightfully by the events of the day and angry that she nearly got killed. The FBI brass there tell her she was warned of the risks and reminder that she came to them she says all she did was find a clerical error and that they were the ones who were asking for help mm-hmm. the fbi tells her that if cyres is selling weapons tech then that's high treason her testimony plus the evidence on the disc will be enough to put the people responsible behind bars you've done a great service for your country miss cullen now it's time to think about your safety so at that moment, the elevator makes a noise like it's starting up and everyone jumps
1: up anxiously. like Oh,
0: shit. The elevator.
1: I will tell you, I feel like this this scene was like the trailer for the movie. Really? Was like that and like him walking in. But it was one of the famous movie voiceover guys who was saying the song. Special Agent John Kruger yeah. is the eraser in a world. Yeah, in a world. So the door
0: opens, out walks eraser. This is U.S. Marshal John Kruger of the Witness Protection Program. He'll be handling your personal security. She seems absolutely... Wait, remember
1: last episode where his identity seemed yeah. to be top secret information? Yeah, like if I tell even you, his I co-workers weren't allowed to
0: know who he was? Yeah, this is John Kruger Mellencamp. <laughs> and he's going to be taking care of you. She seems shocked to hear that she's even in danger... And is like, I, why do I need witness protection? So. Right. Yeah. Eraser is like, hey, you're in some pretty deep shit. And he (laughs) immediately seems like miffed that all of this has apparently not been explained to her very thoroughly. And he's like eyeing the feds menacingly. Like, you should have been, this should have been clear from get go.
1: I thought it was like some actual acting from Schwarzenegger. Like like, this scene,
0: he was bringing it. Yeah. So they explain that there are very dangerous people out there who want to silence her and that once the trial's over, All is fine. You can go right back to the way things were.
1: There's no real reason to think that that's true. Yeah, well, like,
0: especially if you look at the world today, it's like trials happen and no one's held accountable. It's After the
1: trial's over, you'll be perfectly safe. Bullshit. Uh Those FBI dudes were shitty, though, weren't they?
0: Yeah, so she's not having it. She says that, yeah, I'm fine testifying, but I'm not going to uproot my life and I'm going to go home now. So after she walks (laughs)
1: out. They don't let her leave, right? In a real world, they're not like, okay, well, can we?
0: We do. They send her home with armed guards. They're well, like, you do But they did that, do but I feel nothing. like they would
1: like straight restrain her. That's what I'm they saying. Would they wouldn't her let her custody. just like, walk out. Yeah, um, she'll get capped the moment she steps out of yeah. the door. So as she walks out,
0: the head FBI guy there orders a protective detail be stationed at her house, or they're going to need a seance to get her testimony, which I you like that, that line. Yeah, I like that line. So Eraser asks who brought her in. They said she volunteered, but he interjects saying that they dropped her into this half-baked scheme without giving her the full picture. It's a lot easier to put her ass on the line than yours. Yours. He gives he gives a look to all them that says I'm very disappointed in you.
1: I thought it was some of the better like more subtle work you'll ever see from Arnold. Yeah, it's like
0: but the look was like was doing very with much his eyes. like
1: I'm very very disappointed in you. I'm not mad. I'm yeah. just disappointed.
0: So we cut to FBI headquarters. The agents have arrived to log that disc into evidence. Yeah. The guy who takes the disc turns around immediately switches this out, <laughs> switches it out for another disc in a CD jewel case.
1: Immediately. And, and, and makes a call and tells someone it's done. He's and, doing that shit with his bare hands, yeah. like putting, putting the new disc, planting a new he, disc. He literally turned around from saying, thanks for bringing
0: this into those guys. and dropped it in another envelope. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, I found
1: myself wondering, I wonder what's on the disc that he like planted. The one that's got his fingerprints all over it. When they get that disc and they realize, like, this doesn't have the shit we thought it was going to have. What's going on here? I feel like they all sides will quickly point to him. Also,
0: I feel like this was right before the mini disc boom. Because I'm, I like, it. watching this now, I, watch that, I was like, is that a mini disc? It was tiny. whatever. Well, yeah, it was <laughs> smaller than your average CD. But then mini discs were around for, like, a year and a half, and Before then Apple and then IP, came yeah, then with then iPods, MP3s, like, took over.
1: So yeah, he called that dude, whoever it was, and said, "Your music has arrived." But they're doing that thing where, like, you're talking in code, right? But if someone's listening, like, uh, if, yo, the tapped, if the lines are tapped, if the lines <laughs> are tapped, the call came from the FBI evidence locker. Okay, <laughs> you know, like but he's just talking about music. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, uh, we know that call didn't come from your home, sir. Remember that shit in raw deal where he's like calling the crime boss's headquarters talking about my water heaters broken. Right. (laughs) He's like, well, either way, this is clearly a coded phone call because yeah, it's like the (laughs) fuck. So
0: sometime later that night, Lee arrives home where a unit of FBI guys are keeping watch. She has a big spread like she lives like in a
1: farmhouse somewhere. Yeah. No, she was, I think, a high ranking executive at the company. So okay, well she then. might have she might be making bank like that. Maybe she just bought that house to, like, fix
0: it up or whatever. Um, So inside, she pulls the duplicate disc from her purse, pops it into her personal computer. Unfortunately, she can't open the files, and it seems like the files can only be viewed behind the firewall inside Syres. That's convenient.
1: She couldn't get that disc into her own home computer fast enough. (laughs) No.
0: It's like she had, like, a mission. She was probably hoping that she could, like, if she could print it out and then just hand it over Maybe she wouldn't need to testify. Maybe she wouldn't be in as much danger. I can see how you'd want to give, like, here's the physical evidence. I don't want to be involved. Yeah, you, know, you can just say, you know, someone turned it over. Wouldn't
1: she likely
0: know that she wouldn't be able to run the disc at home? If she's an executive, not necessarily. If she's just an accountant, which I feel like that's all she is, is an accountant. Okay. She's, like, not even the CFO. She's just, like, a high-ranking member of the financial team. Because later on in the movie, she's like... All I can tell you is like what the financial shit looks like cuz yeah. that's what I saw. But
1: they I wish that they had paid that off more. It made me wonder how the FBI was ever gonna figure out what's on the disc. Right. Like yeah. if, if they it could be by, but I mean they have, they have, have subpoenas they can get they, in and yeah, they would get yeah. force Cyrus to open it. Exactly. Or you
0: know bring us part of your server. Like I don't even know like what what's possible. So anyway, meanwhile, over at Cyrus headquarters, an, a creepy IT guy receives an alert that someone is trying to access the files remotely and calls someone named Mr. Moorheart. That dude was rocking like the long, the, the long ponytail. He, yeah, uh, he looked like a record store clerk. <laughs> like he's going to, he's going to give you some good wrecks on some like shoegaze from the yes. late nineties. Have you heard my bloody Valentine? <laughs> exactly. It's some, some punk. So anyway, back at Lee's place, uh, seemingly at a dead end with the disc, she goes straight to her phone and calls her
1: friend Claire, who is a reporter. What uh, I like—what part of her being in serious danger does she not understand? Yeah, she's like, she's you just can't like, just be calling all these people. Let me run. Let me try running the disc. Oh, that didn't work. Well, let me call my like. Let me let me you, call
0: a good bosom friend of mine. You know, <laughs> people are probably listening to this. Yeah, shit. you, have you would to. assume like. And also, why doesn't she have a cell phone? We we get that they're established in this movie as yeah, existing. Yeah, she's
1: wealthy, I
0: feel. She would have a cell phone, for sure. So anyway, um, she tells her friend Claire um, that she should have listened to her, first of all, and not trusted the <laughs> FBI. We hear some weird electrical noise. Lee looks out her window and sees feds in the car watching her. Claire says if... She'll tell her story. She'll put Cyrez on blast on the front page of the newspaper. Lee warns that it may not be safe to talk on the phone. No shit. Two minutes too late.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If the bad guys aren't listening, the FBI certainly is. Yeah. As you talk about having, you know, (laughs) you're going to tell your story to the press.
0: Right. As luck would have it, a cut outside of the car reveals that the two FBI guys posted just outside have been killed. Oh shit. We then see several bad guys begin to swarm around Lee's house. Inside, Lee says she'll call Claire later. Claire's like, Hey, did you make a copy? Lee's like, Yeah, <laughs> giving it up, giving up all the goods on the phone, baby.
1: How is this conversation? Also, still like, happening? I, don't you like Claire
0: would not ask that question?
1: She shouldn't. She, I don't would think have said, a- she would have said, Let's meet in the diner down the street in a half hour. Well, it's like, I don't think it's safe to talk on this phone. Did you make a copy of this? Hell, yes, I did. What's <laughs> your like- blood type? What have you touched recently? <laughs> yeah, this
0: shit's crazy. So, Claire says, hey, that copy of the disc is your insurance. And if mm-hmm. you go public, no one's gonna harm you. Why does it why does everyone think that? If Not, you go public, no one's gonna harm you. Have they never it's like when you go public, you may as well kill yourself.
1: Yeah. Anyway. They they these people can definitely get to you yeah. anywhere. And the feds clearly just they don't care. You are expendable. <laughs> they said they sent two dudes in like a late model sedan to watch sign her of the times. And, sign yeah. of the
0: times. So just then, Lee hears a door creak and <laughs> and she and she like, hears the door close, and it's all upstairs in yeah. her house. And so she's like, I gotta go.
1: That's also to me insane. I'm in tremendous danger. I think I heard someone upstairs. I gotta go. Better go check it out. <laughs> Better go check it out. I would leave. Let me leave, get leave off
0: the, the house. Let me get off the phone and go <laughs> so check it anyway, out. Suspenseful music builds, but the only thing that
1: comes down the stairs is Daryl. <laughs> Who Some is that? Uh, Daryl pops you, out from around the corner. He's su- another on pajamas. super memorable like 90s actor. <laughs> yeah. His name was Silk spelled C-Y-L-K. What else have we Silk talked about him in, being in lately? I remember him well in uh, White Man Can't Jump. Okay. But he was in Conspiracy Theory. He was, um, he was in a, awesome. a memorable episode of Saved by the Bell, but aren't they all memorable? Um, <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, he pops out, pulling on his silken pajamas. Yeah, so
0: Lee's irate that he, her apparent ex-boyfriend, has let himself
1: into her house. But under what circumstances would it be appropriate to let yourself into your ex's place and, like, bathe? never <laughs> not once, but also
0: you and I are not insane. There are a lot of crazy people out there that do shit like this. It was
1: a I thought it was a boss movie pulled where he's like, well, I was worried about you. I haven't heard about from you in a few days. Like, yeah, that's what breaking up looks I, and like. I, I came
0: over here to talk and decided I'd clean up before because I'd been <laughs> at the gym. What the oh, fuck? Um, yeah, he says he came over because he was worried he hadn't heard from her. She says, "Yeah, there's nothing left to talk about. It's over. That's how breakups work." Meanwhile, outside, we see one of the bad guys is preparing to use some futuristic-looking gun, and it is wild. It's got a cord you pull out like an old hairdryer and you plug it in <laughs> to a thing that charges up another thing. And it also has a scope that can apparently see through and you can dial it in and out different kinds of yeah. solid surfaces <laughs> to the point to where you can see vital organs inside and oh, it'll lock on to a beating
1: heart. That's so stupid. This dude was wasting a lot of time <laughs> like just playing around with the technology, wasn't he? Did he just get it? I don't. Well, anyway, I thought the x-ray shit, it, was, it is cool. Yeah, very cool. It's not that useful, though, when you can't actually see what person it is, though, that you're aiming Uh, at. Yeah, agree. Yeah, all I see is skeletal figures. Because you can't
0: hear, you can't tell who's talking. Like, if one guy's talking to another guy, you can't tell, was that the guy I'm supposed to kill? If it was a
1: crowded room, this would be, like, useless. Yeah,
0: absolutely useless. So, Lee and Daryl continue their conversation, giving us some exposition about how their relationship ended. Outside, the assassin locates them in the kitchen, zooms in on one of the skeleton's heart, prepares to pull the trigger but just then a van pulls into the driveway. The assassin ducks down. The van driver gets out, retrieves a massive bouquet of balloons from the back of the van.
1: <laughs> Whoever back- could it be? Yeah. yeah. But wh- why is he coming in disguise? I don't know. <laughs> makes, None of these guys no, know who he there's is. There's no or maybe, reason for him to be well, disguised. I guess, I guess maybe...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's no reason at this <laughs> yeah, point there why. In any
1: circumstances I'm going to be the balloon delivery guy. How much time did he spend... Wait, I know a guy. Well, you <laughs> Let me like, stop off a, and pick up a bouquet like, of balloons. On, on Thursdays, I'm balloon guy. Have a bouquet standing by. Keep Blow it. up all the balloons. I need about <laughs>
0: 10 balloons. <laughs> so inside, Daryl's accusing Lee of seeing someone else. Uh-huh. Toxic. Um, when the doorbell rings he's immediately like oh let's see who that is right he's assuming it's got to be the other guy so at that moment the assassin pops back up into position as Daryl opens the door eraser barges in telling him to get down he throws throws himself Yeah, he throws himself onto Lee knocking her backward a strange bullet tears through the house, leaving this odd, like, it looks like bullet uh, matrix uh, bullet Good time. Good call.
1: It was like this, like, sl- like, like rings of spiral. smoke sort of shit.
0: Yeah, like where you couldn't tell if it was supposed to be an effect just to show movement or if it was actual smoke. Like, I couldn't tell what it was supposed to be. But a second shot rings out, hits Daryl, flings him clear across the fucking room. Awesome. Um, Eraser does not like what he sees. Hurries Lee through the house, ducking and narrowly avoiding the strange gunfire, which is odd because the guy can see them. If he knows they're moving, why not just aim a few feet ahead? And by the time they get there, it kills them.
1: Well, yeah, if yes, 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 right. You're
0: right. Anyway, <laughs> I can't argue with that. So instead, he's just like firing blindly, or not blindly, but firing Doing right at best. the moving thing. But by then, by the time it gets there, maybe
1: there's a little like lag on the but trigger she, pull. Uh, it's anyway, a, she
0: says it travels at the speed of light. There's no way he's missing.
1: I call well, bullshit on I, if all if this. If anything, his, his shot should be going in front of them, not behind them, because he's. But like, also. There ain't no way. No, no, no. Like of speed, speed of light. Of light? Like no. we would have already miles. been to we would
0: have been to Mars and back like in a like couple hundreds of hundreds of thousands of miles per second. Yeah. not yeah. that fast. Not dude. happening like that. So Eraser tips the fridge over. They hide behind it. The gun scope doesn't seem to be able to f- see through the fridge.
1: Yeah, what is this like lead lined or something and, and, is and like yeah, Superman that's technology? Is like,
0: like, is, how old is the refrigerator that's still lead lined? Maybe it's an antique. It doesn't look any antique, but anyway, he's like, I don't have a <laughs> shot. Another well, bad wait, guy. Don't you
1: think the gunman might suspect that they're behind the tipped-over refrigerator? You can tell that it's her refrigerator. Yeah, like, so like, you can it's see, like, like the coil, coils. Like, in why the not back? take a shot through the refrigerator? They disappeared, and now all I see is a tipped-over refrigerator. All right. Well, light, light the up.
0: refrigerator up. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, another bad guy, Boggs from Shawshank Redemption. Yes,
1: and Drake from
0: Aliens. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 So he. He has a tiny, tiny little—I guess—a mortar. looking thing. It's like a mortar, like thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, basically, you—it looks like you just put the handles against your hip and just let the thing fire, which is crazy. But he launches a projectile through the window. This thing is crazy. It's like this. It looks like a pill capsule. Sure. It comes to rest in the middle of the room and then just stands up on end, like it's magnetized to the uh-huh. wooden floor or whatever. I don't know. Eraser gets one look at it, seems to know it's trouble, flings the refrigerator door open for additional cover like he knows he's going to need it. Yeah, yeah. The thing pops up into the air and bursts, spraying shrapnel, but they all look like, um, I don't know, like three or four inch, like spiral wood screws like or picture, something.
1: Yeah, picture like drill, like a drill bit or uh, like a corkscrew almost sort of thing, but God damn, yeah. So these things shoot out in
0: all directions. One goes... Through eraser's hand sticks into the refrigerator. He like Ugh! Ugh! in pain. The hitman
1: grinned Damn because that shit think, that shit would hurt.
0: Because it took like you would be able to see layers of meat on the coils yeah, of the dude. screw. There should have been flesh hanging off of that screw. Yeah. Anyway, the hitman bogs he smiles they all move in on the house inside a racer hears people approaching rips his hand off the barb that's what i'm saying there you just couldn't be skin, fuck flesh, you up, man all kinds of like everything attached to that thing he then rips he like thinks fast rips the gas line out of the wall and cranks uh-huh. the thermostat past 80 lee asks what are you doing and he says
1: lighting a fuse she obviously hasn't seen many action movies. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> she's been very busy
0: doing math for corporations. As the assassins enter the house, Eraser guides Lee safely out. You notice what the back of his uniform says? Is it party time? It says, let's party. Let's party. His line from Commando. <laughs> yes. Let's party. That's so, Bennett, let's party. Let's party. So some bad guys kick in the back door, but only run into the goon with a super gun. They also become wise to the fact that, hey, there's gas leaking. Mm-hmm. Just then the thermostat <laughs> sparks because you can't turn
1: it up that high. What? Why? Does it no, I feel like when I feel like it would have sparked earlier. But I think there is like a little like when you hear it click to come on, you know, when you turn it off. But not a not blue lightning, <laughs> yeah, <the> blue lightning, <laughs> <laughs> not blue lightning. Shut. Anyway, yeah, they no, show, like a have tiny blue out.
0: lightning bolt. The thing sparks out <laughs> um, the goon with the super gun yells for everyone to get out. There's a huge explosion. Eraser and Lee make it out as the house goes up and narrowly miss getting decapitated by the front door. Boggs opens fire on them as they tear us out of there in the van. Dude, I love
1: when the van like fishtailed and clipped yeah. the mailbox. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty like precision driving yeah. by a stuntman.
0: Um, after making sure that Lee's okay, Eraser tells her they're going to be fine, but that she needs to be calm and oh, that he's going to keep her alive.
1: Never a great move to tell an upset woman to calm down. Just calm down. Just calm. I'm going to keep you alive. I'm a man, you're a woman, and you need to calm down. That's a good way to get smacked. Yeah, there's a line we'll talk about
0: later on <laughs> the thing, but anyway, Lee, Lee says, things are definitely not fine, pointing out the obvious, that they, that they, whoever they are, tried to kill her, and that they did kill ex-boyfriend Daryl. yeah, says, paid a little
1: lip service to the yeah, death of Daryl. Yeah.
0: Eraser says, Yeah, but you're alive, and I'll keep it that way. Um, Which, I guess, finds some solace in that. (laughs) R.I.P. Daryl. That's when Lee notices Eraser's fucked-up hand. He tells her to pull out the first-aid kit that's in the van while she's doing that. He asks if the gun back at the house was a Syres toy. She says it's an EM pulse weapon, electromagnetic pulse weapon prototype that's not even supposed to exist, while working on his hand, she explains more about the gun. She says, no gunpowder, no conventional bullets. They fire aluminum rounds at almost the speed of light, which we call bullshit on that. Yeah. Um he says, You're talking about the rail
1: gun. You're talking about the rail gun. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's another name for him. He said that he says the Navy has been working on them for years. The smallest one he's ever heard of was mounted on a battleship. She says Cyrez had been contracted to scale them down to a design um that was compact hypervelocity, the most powerful assault rifle on earth, and that the company took millions. Um And then we're like, oh, the physics are impossible, though. This is a million. Seems like a low ball. Well, oh, yeah. At this for point, something like like that. Even, in, even at that time, even in, in That's the a mid-90s. a billion dollar contract. Yeah, definitely. I think.
1: Definitely. That so, technology like... It, we'll talk about it. I it guess, seems but it kind of—it like, does like shit exist. The gun in RoboCop. The RoboCop's pistol. No, no, the
0: rifles that they have. The 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 rifles that they carry around to blow up cars and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, same, same kind of gun.
1: Same gun. This shit is like legit, though. The rail gun. It's a thing. They're like still in development, like or whatever. They haven't, but it it is like. A, I don't think it doesn't approach the speed of light, but it no. is like. Th- four or something times faster than the speed of sound that it'll like shoot a around so you shoot
0: it and you don't hear it until it's too late or you're dead and you never hear it.
1: But I, I don't see like, as I understand it, they'd be useful for a long range strikes or for shooting missiles out of the sky. Right. It's said like, cause it'll fly but a man, lot faster st- than the but missile. Still
0: you've got to like, I know it's a powerful weapon, but it's like, you got to know how to line your shots up. Like, because the missile's moving, and in your yeah, stationary, yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta shoot 400 yards in front of it for it to hit. I, by I the time I imagine
1: it would all be computerized. Yeah, that's like, true. Like all that shit would be computerized. Isn't but that scary? I was I I was reading about the rail guns, and they said they were talking about some test they did where they shot it through like a a sheet of metal, you know, like an eighth inch You're right thick sheet of metal, and found the projectile like. Four miles further away, like it had gone through the sheet of metal and flown another four miles. That's nuts. That's fucking insane. Yeah, that is nuts. I love that it's like based on some. There's very little in this movie that's original, but at least they're showing us something that's kind of like new, like future tech that's somewhat based in reality. Totally. Eraser says, "Well, it looked real enough to me, and maybe Cyrus found a
0: higher bidder." So then she says they're connected everywhere: defense, CIA, NSA, maybe even your people. For all we know, dun dun dun. Your people, witness protection? Yeah. <laughs> for all we know, <laughs> witness protection. Like th- like took this oh, movie. I, I'm this about movie like- raised their profile big time. <laughs> so Eraser asks if she still wants to bring down Syres and those involved, and she's like, "Hell yeah!" So he says, "I'm gonna hide you until the hearings, and no one but." me will know where you are, including my own people. Right? Uh, he says the FBI knew that this was a death sentence for her and that they still let her do it, which was some bullshit, and she kicks herself for being so dumb. Eraser says her only mistake was trusting them, uh, but that now he need, she needs to trust him. So they drive off into the night Back at Cyrus the dude Morehart, who we really yeah, don't know seen who he him is yet. Yeah, but yeah, we only heard his name. He calls a guy in a Swanky DC office. To me, he immediately looks—he's a politician. Like I'm like the guy's a politician. Oh yeah,
1: some sort of bureaucratic yeah. dude. So
0: and says, "Sir, we have a problem. Lee survived." So the politician guy is pissed and gets even angrier when he learns that Lee has another copy of the disc and tried to access the program.
1: Wait, wait! despite the the shadowy dude's assurance that this line is secure, there's no way the FBI is not tapping all calls in and out of Syres. No. Yeah, good call. They were like, they're just having this conversation openly. Don't worry. The line's unless, secure. Unless there's somebody in the FBI that also is just Which, like, well, remove well, the We've seen that the yeah. FBI
0: has already been bought off, I guess. Right. So. But it's like, remove okay. the tab. So it's not hard to believe that maybe and that you know surveillance what? would this, have been taken That
1: shit strikes me as realistic. Yeah. Like, they just make a call and be like, yeah, we're doing some shit. So you're going to need to kill that investigation.
0: Because this is national security. It's the way it works, man. It's the system we're living in. So, the pop, yeah, the politician guy, um, he is in possession of the disc that was smuggled out of the FBI. Mm-hmm. So that's the music. He has the music. Yes. So he tells this Morehart character to get the extra disc and to get rid of Lee, whatever it takes. Moorhart says, Roger that, but then drops another little nugget that they checked Lee's phone records and that she also made a call to her friend, the reporter. The guy tells Morehart that he knows, hey, you know what you need to do. Just go do it. Get it done. They hang up. At that moment, a dude in a military uniform enters the politician's office and says, The Joint Chiefs are ready, Mr. Undersecretary. Oh, shit. Roar. Undersecretary, I'm going to just refer to him as that, tells the guy he'll be right there. The soldier leaves, and Undersecretary snaps the disc in half. We cut to a farmhouse or a cabin somewhere. Yeah. There's smoke rising from the chimney. Oh, it's John Matrix. Yes, yeah, John, John Matrix is spread <laughs> in California. Um, Lee watches sadly as all of her IDs being burned in the fire. That's it. That's everything I am. Eraser tries to, you know, comfort her. It's like, no, that's nothing. It's a few numbers and some plastic. You realize you in here? And no one can take that from you.
1: But do you really need to fully destroy this shit? Like, burn it? I mean, it seems like later on, presumably, when she could maybe resume her life, at some point, you don't. There's this no This is to 1996. R- We're talking like minimal surveillance in most post offices, even. Yeah. So why not put it in a PO yeah. box? You don't need to burn the Social or a Security safety card. deposit box. That was odd to me. It seemed overkill. Yeah, you it just was hide suppo- it somewhere. Yeah,
0: it's supposed to be, I guess, just like oh shit, she's leaving it all behind for a cause right. or some bullshit. Um. Anyway, she points out that um. They're gonna try, whoever they are, they're gonna try, but he says, We're gonna stop, them. We're gonna stop he, them. He says, I'm gonna need everything. She's like, That is everything. He's like, No, give me your necklace. She says, He went and like physically
1: lifted yeah. it off her bosom. That was odd. Boundaries. I don't see how the necklace is an issue either, though. Like, an identifying. Isn't the artifact. issue that she looks like Vanessa Williams? <laughs> like they yeah. know what she looks like I don't think they're. it looks just like her but is she wearing a St. Christopher I, metal I don't know or but whatever? that's the thing is like
0: any identifying artifact he, she says it's St. George because when she was a child St. George she was afraid yeah. of dragons and if any of you are up on your English like British Isles legends, St. George and the dragon is, is a big one. Oh, I don't even know that. Yeah. St. George is like one of the the main patron saints of the United Kingdom. And, cool. and like St. George and the dragon is like one of their chief legends. I, I can't remember like a beast in the questing pool was an Arthur legend. I don't think St. George and the dragon is an Arthur legend, but it is, it it is an old English legend. Shout out Jacqueline. Yeah. Hey Jacqueline. What up girl? (laughs) Um, So Eraser says, (laughs) well, she says that she always, that she always assumed that like um, St. George protected her. Yeah. 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 I didn't know there was like a legit thing behind that. I'm just like, all right. So Eraser says that it's his job now to protect her, not St. George, that fuck and <laughs> yeah. urges her to get some sleep because they're out of there come daybreak so cut to the next morning a racer and lead driving to new york city in a badass ford bronco
1: you were digging that shit always, i love eighties. i love those 80s four by fours man oh uh,
0: dude i was i was um i was driving around uh, maybe i hadn't even left atlanta yet but i saw like one of those like old school badass like Um, FJ Cruisers, those old Toyotas. Oh, yeah, dude. Those are rad. Those are even cooler than Broncos, man. Agreed.
1: I was watching, fuck, what I I put on Deliverance earlier, and Burt Reynolds was driving some kind of badass fucking 70s SUV. I was like, Jesus Christ, that thing is of those FJ, one of those old FJs.
0: So the camera pans up to reveal the bustling streets of Chinatown, which is... Uh, we see very a very smoky, yeah. Like we wasn't. see this, we see this multiple times in this movie. It's like something nearby is like on someone, fire. Someone's like burning. They've burned the duck. The duck. So the is, fireworks.
1: Yeah. All the fireworks have ignited. Yeah. So at the fireworks stand
0: in a vo. Eraser is telling Lee and us that he knows a place where it's going to be easy to disappear the plan is to drop her off with a woman that he's helped out before and the woman's going to hide Lee until the hearings don't you think
1: isn't that putting that other woman at tremendous risk
0: this seems to fly in the face of everything that we know at this point just from this movie about WITSEC rules and his personal code yeah it's like he would never do that like
1: why would you do that was also weird was he said you know why would you put two witnesses in danger yes if either one gets found they probably both die but i thought it was weird he said that this woman you know she testified against the yakuza in san francisco now she's living as a chinese woman in new york i don't know if she was always chinese or she's a japanese woman and but now she's been Taking up this role as a Chinese woman? This is some
0: light racism because any Chinese person will probably see her and be like, well, she's not Chinese.
1: Yeah. Why not just if, and I'm not, I don't have that keen of an eye, but like if she is Chinese, like why not make her like she testified against the Tongs or something like that? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Because Yakuza, they're like, Well, these fucking American idiots have watched <laughs> enough movies where they're gonna be familiar with the word Yakuza. Yakuza is, that, that means mob in Yaku- Japanese. Yakuzas are really hot right now. <laughs> yeah, Yakuzas are so high right now. Yeah, like there's like the tongue, like it you know, was just It's a strange choice. Uh, I agree with you. So he also sets her up with a new identity, Deborah Elliot Is that how you think of me? This is humorous, as a Deborah. I don't know. I guess I could have used something more fun like uh,
1: Debbie Deb. Oof! That was bad (laughs) acting from Schwarzenegger. But
0: also his hand seems to be healing up. No problem. (laughs) We get a close up of his wounded hand like like mm, sausage fingers. Punching numbers in the thing, and it's just like a, there's a tiny little pencil hole. Knot.
1: I was gonna no say stitches, that stitches, know nothing. Earlier, when she was giving him a little first aid, I was like, "Enjoy She's not qualified. Enjoy this while you can, because." We are never gonna hear about that hurt hand again. Yeah,
0: no trip to the emergency (laughs) room anyway. Dude,
1: that would fuck your shit up. There's there's nerve damage, severe. You would not be able to move your hand for weeks, probably after some shit like that happened. That went through bone and fucking tendons. He practices mind. He practices mindfulness. So, (laughs) mind over matter, baby. That's right. But dude, that was some. That was good-ass acting, I thought, from Vanessa Williams, though, pretending what, like Arnold. What, you think Arnold, I'm a Deb, like Deborah? Ar- well, her pretending like Arnold sold that joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was funny. Debbie? Deb? Dude, I think there was some meant to be like a romantic angle between yeah. the two of them, and it is not there, though. I, mean, I think even at this point, like, how old is she? 20-something, right?
0: Uh, or was she already nah, in her 30s She won
1: Miss. She won miss America. Let's say she was 20 and like 83. And okay, she'd probably so be she in like mid-30s. A, okay, gotcha.
0: So, but I mean, still, it's she like... She looked fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. And she always has, but it's like, come on. Yeah, it's just... Arnold is not everyone's bag. And you and I have talked about this a lot. It's like, Arnold is not even a conventionally handsome-looking man. He is nah, He a is sort of... Cro-Magnon, a, yeah, he, right? Yeah, yeah. He has very... Like early, <laughs> early human characteristics. <laughs> Neanderthal man.
1: <laughs> um, but thankfully, I feel like it seems like the filmmakers realized it wasn't working and didn't try to force and, it, it. And pulled it back. They yeah, dialed yeah, it yeah. back,
0: just like they probably did in Commando with... Uh, yeah,
1: like yeah. they didn't film the the sex scene on the airplane <laughs> in Commando. This is your new mom. <laughs> this is your mommy. <laughs> so...
0: Eraser then, like, so yeah, so then Eraser goes through the plan. He says, if there's an emergency, I'm going to page you 911. And this is a blast from the past. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you're to go to a designated payphone at the zoo and wait for me to call. We've talked about pagers before, right? Oh, On yeah. this podcast. Yeah. You had one? I had one. Yeah, you had one late in the game. I had one like second, third year in undergrad. Like, parents like 2003, parents like, Beat me back in 911 one I and I was like, they put in nine one one, and I call them. They're like, "Are you going to be home for dinner this weekend?" It's like, "Fuck, we're making what spaghetti." The fuck, are you doing <laughs> to
1: me right now? Where have you been hanging out? Like, fuck. <laughs> Does it? That was I. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Because, and for all your illicit drug deals, of course. But um, I had one for sure in high school. A little like jelly like blue you could sort of see through it to the inner workings and man you, you had felt one like, of those
0: nice pages you felt like a mac
1: daddy though when you got your page from your like girlfriend or whatever and or send you a little code you had to decipher the, the worst the was code. being like like just in a way on a date with a woman and
0: then it's like fucking hell like gina dealer. come on gina <laughs> god so anyway <laughs> he he also like drives home the point that he's like, hey, I work alone. So if anyone approaches you saying that I sent them, you need to bust a cap with this sweet ass, tiny,
1: tiny 38 su- snub nose. So this and is the second da- time in the that's movie dangerous, right? Yeah. yeah. What if he had a heart attack and like someone else was taking over his witnesses and like hey i'm with the witness bam she blows their brains out you
0: have to think that they that there's a call that there's a paper trail that says in case of emergencies here's my protocol here are the steps
1: you need to take to reassure my witnesses that you're legit i guess if he had the power of speech he could like speak to them and say hey it's Eraser. (laughs) right it's mr hey hey,
0: buddy racer here (laughs) um Yeah, so this is the second time in the movie so far where I've noticed that Arnold seems to be regressing in his English pronunciation. Yeah, it's just like it's just he seems to be laboring against his Austrian heritage. <laughs> he's fighting, he's battling that accent. Yeah. Well, I, and I also I just like I I marvel at the fact, and I think it's just it's budgetary constraints. It's like wh- someone's written a script, and but it's like I feel like at this point in time, a decade into his fame a decade plus that like hire a fucking script doctor that's going to be able to like tailor
1: the script for words that he can speak well. Was there something specific that came just, to mind that all he was of this is just on? the way that it was
0: like the, a little elisions and things. It's like when he's on, he's able to like pronounce the words and there's a separation. And, and then this, it felt like the way the script was written, words were just kind of running into each other. And some of those like the, yeah, yeah like the R's and the other things were like running, like, Popping up, that, he needed Steve
1: D'Souza. Yes, yes. The Arnold, Don't we all need the Arnold Whisperer.
0: I feel like we still <laughs> need Steve D'Souza. Um, so she says, "I guess I won't see you again," and he says, "Not if everything goes well." Which, duh. It's of course not, it's, it's not. It's gonna. So she <laughs> looks down at the gun that he's given her as he walks out. So we cut to a WNN news update. While Lee's preparing dinner, she overhears the story about Undersecretary of Defense Daniel Harper speaking in front of Congress about the controversial Cyrez scandal. In his remarks, Undersecretary defends the DOD's relationship with Cyrez, saying there's nothing unusual about it and that he's confident that everyone's going to be vindicated of wrongdoing.
1: Did you notice that whoever did like the sound work for the movie added a big applause after Yeah, his, yeah. like you don't so, get applause when you're just addressing I was like, Congress not, a, not a like, congressional meeting friends <laughs> um, so it also I, seemed like Lee is only just now realizing the depth of the of the shit that she's gotten herself into Agreed.
0: So cut to a diner where a couple of shady looking goons at a table are given the stink eye to Eraser who notices them noticing him as he sips his coffee. I noticed coffee. you noticing me. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice, he, notice you noticing me. So Daguerran enters, sits down, thanks Eraser for meeting him. Eraser immediately is like, this is highly irregular. Um, first thing out of Eraser's mouth is he's like, not comfortable meeting like this. So <laughs> DeGuerin says it's not his choice it's an emergency. Eraser wants to know if the guy's scoping him out or working for Daguerrean. Daguerrean's like sheepishly like affirms like waves at the guy. The guys are like embarrassed. The one yeah. who does Billy like, Bedlam. Oh, yes. <laughs> from Con Air. So Daguerrean. So now that
1: I've seen him in two things. Now, I know. He's
0: like, that's it. That's it. That's it. So Deguerin says, we've got a problem. Three witnesses killed in the past 48 hours. And the, the common thread is that they were all witnesses in high profile federal cases with international ties.
1: Now, a little spoiler alert. Do we so the Garen we've mentioned already, I guess, is a is proves himself to be a bad guy. Do we reckon that the other three witnesses were there really three witnesses killed or is this just a bullshit story they're feeding to a racer? I would not be surprised if they were like, choose three, kill kill them because we need the backstory. Okay, I'll go along with that. It seems like they're doing some reckless shit in the next like few days or whatever here. Definitely. So, Eraser guesses the only possibility is
0: a leak within WITSEC. Yep. No fucking shit. So, DeGarren says, there's reason to believe that six other... Wi- we have isolated six other witnesses that may also be targeted. Gives no further information.
1: Yeah, he's like... He's like, one of them's witnesses yours? witnesses are involved in international <laughs> cases. Yeah,
0: one of them's yours and one of them's mine. Well, that's convenient. DeGarren also says, we have to go in person to relocate them immediately. We've got a jet refueling standing by. What the hell? This is a fucking side mission. This As soon as this happened, I was like, what's this movie about again? Yeah, like, this advances the story very uh, <laughs> shoddily. Very shoddily. Like, so Eraser says, well, I've always worked alone. DeGarren says, not today you don't. Eraser's then like, he mentions okay.
1: he mentions you know we got CIA escorts and we got our yeah. uh, guys and it's my understanding I don't know well first of all do we ever see anyone that seems like they're CIA no on this no. but second of all it's my understanding that like CIA agents don't operate on so- on U.S. soil it's all overseas shit yeah I mean they're and, like the I FBI mean, does sure that, domestic sure, shit yeah and the CIA is like our I, I'm not sure about the hierarchy I'm
0: sure that there are some. Now,
1: some shadow, shit probably happens. Some shadow
0: op CIA guys that stick here. Some shit to happens, home. but that's not how it's supposed to be. Right, exactly. So Eraser's like, fine. Uh, but says, just to like cover his face, he's like, we'll do your witness first. Which, it seems like
1: he's already doesn't trust this for yeah, some reason. well, I mean,
0: he's been taught not to, and I feel like Daguerre probably knows that. But also, it's like this whole cat and mouse thing between the two of them, to me... Was is, it working it doesn't really work like okay. it needed it it needed to be more subtle, and I feel like it's overt from from jump anyway, so we cut to an airport. there's a plane on a tarmac being prepped for takeoff. <laughs> Uh, Eraser
1: and DeGuerin roll up. And I DeGarren, thought it was it. Was it the same? Was it the same mystical? Uh, yeah. U.S. Marshall's yes. airstrip as Con yeah, Air and Oakland. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Eraser and DeGarren roll up. DeGarren introduces him to the guys from the diner. That's Calderon and Schiff. Calderon is Billy Bedlam. Yes. Agent Calderon. That's Nick Chunlin. Yeah. Shows Eraser a file and asks if he recognizes the woman. It's Lee's friend, Claire, who that's we saw in the, co- the conversation. Right. From the Washington Herald, a fictitious newspaper. Calderon tells him that Claire was a reporter doing a story on Syrez and that she could have been a connection to Lee until she got killed. peeled her like an onion if she knew anything, she talked. He was That's like, gruesome. He,
1: he was fucking, those lines. He was getting off on relaying that story. Oh, yeah. Oh, if she knew anything, she talked. Oh, 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 oh. oh. So <laughs> Not another... unlike Billy Bedlam when he was going through Cage of Shit, He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People are like an onion. Uh, like, first of all, Eraser like clearly disapproved of Calderon's like cavalier attitude. He sort of looks at yeah. Daguerre like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. But also like, spoiler alert, like, Calderon is also a bad guy do you think? I almost get the impression from the reading that he gave of that line that he might have killed Claire personally. Ooh, that's a
0: great
1: peel like an onion.
0: If she knew anything, she taught And I masturbated right after <laughs> yeah. on the corpse. Definitely. Okay. Cause that's that's dark, but yeah. No, I
1: I, is nuts.
0: No, that's that's an excellent point is that they were. Yeah, they had killed these people to be like, well, we got to do something to get it going, to get the ball rolling. So another agent, Monroe, which is that's Danny Nucci, who is just ubiquitous in this late 90s period, because I think, number one, he's super youthful, even though he was older, like he was. Probably in his mid thirties when he played this role, sure. But he 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 was a Lieutenant Shepard in The Rock and Fabrizio yeah. in Titanic. Yeah, like just very youthful looking. It's crazy. Guy. He
1: was in. um, He had a very memorable role in uh, Crimson Tide. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And to think, like this was the peak of how high he would go. Like when, was this the thing? It Was like, like when oh man, it sounded like it seemed like he was like. Still on his ascension. You we know? need to we
0: need to follow the um, and then Titanic was it. We, we for need him. to follow the Cobra Kai formula and like write a movie that like brings all these character actors that were just like crushing the game at the time yeah. and bring them into like do the hard work of being like the lead guys. And that's not to say that being a a, a character actor is not hard work. I'm just saying to. No, they're doing the heavy I mean, lifting, I, I, mean, think. I mean, like, to do the vaunted work, I guess, is a better word, of being the lead actor. The lead guy. Yeah, Fabrizio from Titanic <laughs> shows him around the plane. He says um, that they have three of these planes in various parts of the country for quick relocations and for occasional transporting of violent criminals, which it's is essentially the plot of Con Air. It's Con
1: Air, dude. <laughs> yeah. What was up with, the, like, the red light they had inside the little cell? Yeah. He you knows that was, like, yeah. the fucking, like... It, they're keeping the whoppers warm and yeah, burning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the heater. So Calderon,
0: Billy Bedlam, ironically points out that it's like, that they're like a chauffeur service for degenerates. He then asks Eraser, he's like, hey, do you ever get tired of babysitting scum? And then, in what I felt like was a jokey delivery, Eraser's like, yeah, but in your case, I'll make it an exception. But Calderon was like, I don't appreciate that. Well, it
1: was a little overly familiar at best. Yeah. But I also thought maybe a racer was but also just being from like a different time. A you, for you, no you, reason. you break
0: everyone's balls is the thing, and like maybe Calderon's like, "Well, I'm sensitive. This is a man's world." So he's and like, yeah, "We
1: break balls." Yeah, he, right uh, he asked DaGarin, "Who the hell
0: does this guy think he is?" And DaGarin says, "Him? Well, he thinks he's the best guy in the game. I think he's right. Try not to piss <laughs> him off, okay?"
1: That was another super memorable line from when I was rewatching. That I was like, "What? So it's so nonchalant. It's so natural. Yeah, it's like yeah. Everything yeah. he says is just like." Just natural charisma, like,
0: yeah, easy. Calderon is nonplussed by this response and goes to sit his ass down. The last (laughs) shot of this episode is at the plane taking off destination unknown. Ooh. Ooh, yeah.
1: (laughs) In a world. In a world. (laughs) Idea. What's going to happen? No one fucking knows. No one knows. No one's known since uh, they last watched this
0: movie. All I can see is Vanessa Worms is not going to die. But other than that, I'm, I'm, it's anyone's
1: guess. Imagine that plot twist. He loses his witness. Yeah, Vanessa gets shot mid-movie, and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that, would, that would break the formula for <laughs> sure. But um, if you want to know what's really going to happen next, you're just going to have to tune in. Or else. Friends. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you
0: next time. We'll be back.